Hey guys, welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. Our guest today is, well, I don't know like where you're based out of, New York City based, uh, I guess, singer, songwriter, producer. She hosts her own uh, radio show on uh, WNYU. Please and welcome. And she's a software engineer kind of well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> you can't give everything in the front. That is right? true, yeah. yeah. Uh, please welcome Sinead. Yay! Hey guys, um, thank you so much for having me. Thank I'm really you happy for to coming be here. On. Yeah. I can't believe that intro only took one time. Yeah. <laughs> We're so good at it. We're intros. just one take wonders yeah, over one here. Take wonders. Yeah. Nobody needs wonders. to know. Nobody yeah. needs to know what happened before the camera started rolling. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess I, I gave the, the people a little bit uh, about yourself. Like, how would you describe what you do? Because you, you do a lot you of do things. do a lot. Like... Yeah, for sure. I think that's pretty much the elevator pitch. I'm a singer-songwriter, producer, and music technologist. I'm originally from Toronto, Canada, and I moved to New York City this past August, um, so August 2020. and now I go to NYU as a college student at the Clive Davis Institute of Recorded Music. What a weird time to go to college. Yeah. It is, um, definitely. Did you, did you dorm like right off the get-go or? Yeah, I did. So I lived on um, on Washington Square Park okay. right next to the campus. And wow, it just was, like right in the park? Yeah, That's it's like the best pretty location. Pretty hardcore. Okay, can I, what's the actual direction of it? Because that. <laughs> I don't what know. Do no, please don't no, 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 stalk no, no. me. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Again, with the things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, so. The great type of person. Like, I, I generally, like, you, you guys seen, like, Parks and Rec? No. no. Oh. But I, but I know you, about you, it. You, you know the, the fucking guy, uh, Swanson. The, yeah, I guess yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Like, he just, like, off the grid doesn't even use computers because he thinks they're fucking, like. Yeah. They're, yeah, I, I firmly believe that. <laughs> Anyway, let's I'm get sorry. back to our guest thing. My Go bad. ahead. Um, yeah, so I moved here and then it was like super weird because that was like the worst time of COVID and everyone was like locked up um, and I like moved into my dorm. We weren't allowed to like see anyone. We, oh my God, we had to quarantine for two weeks and it was like awful because the food was Absolute shit. Was like was like I, jail food? They just like slide it. Yeah, in I heard that there was some like really <laughs> yeah. Like, it was on the news. Stories like of them just like giving like a thing of like like an apple or something like some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it was you. really bad. It yeah, was like yeah, yeah. these like salads that were like not fresh. It was yeah. like really gross stuff. And, and you were still paying like full price tuition. for Yeah, that? that's stupid. Yeah, literally. It's New York City. Like they could have just like ordered you pizza from like any. Literally, there's like five pizza. Like, I'm sure, and I'm sure pizzerias would be like, "Yo, bro, like, yeah, NYU, yeah, bro, put that on my box." <laughs> you know what I mean? We saved NYU exactly. Six yeah, lives. like yeah. the first week was disastrous because they were just sending us stuff from like their company, their food provider. I don't know, and it was like really, really bad. So then they switched to a different provider and it got like slightly better but at that point I just sort of stopped eating and oh I had brought God. I brought a bunch of like she cup evolved noodles. to like photosynthesize <laughs> that's how bad the food was no yeah. literally I would eat like one meal a day because the only good thing they would oh send is usually like the breakfast um and then they let us order they gave us like two hundred dollars of Grubhub to okay, order yeah. food and that was like a bit better um, so yeah, that it's was my like quarantine a, experience. It's kind of like a slap in the face. Like, yeah, you pay like sixty thousand dollars tuition. Yeah, here's two hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. But yeah, I couldn't imagine. I mean, 
Yeah. Like, what made you want to come to... Like, that didn't stop you from coming to... to I mean, she was already here when it was happening. Yeah. It was like she yeah, could, like, yeah. fly back. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too late. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Man. No, some people did. Some people left That's after, it. like, two weeks or three uh-huh. weeks. Those I, were weak... Those, uh, those were the weak ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I've been, like, dreaming of coming to New York City since I was, like, little. Or at least, like, somewhere far away from home. Like, w- when I was in elementary school, I knew that I wanted to go to college somewhere as far away from home as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, like, the States. And there's so many good music schools here compared to, like, Canada. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah Canada sucks. Hey, that's <laughs> not true. Plenty of things, plenty of good things they that got, come out of Canada. They got maple syrup. We have poutine. We got poutine. poutine. Beaver tail. Mm-hmm. 16, like the TV show. Do you know that? No, what? you don't know that TV show? 16. Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. No, you're not that young that you wouldn't know what 16 is. Mm-mm. What? Just look it you up should later. watch it. Look it up it later. It is some of the best Canadian animation has to offer. You, 16, like you don't know? I don't think so. Oh my God, are you serious? That's exactly Maybe I've seen like. it, but yeah, I, I seen it. Yeah. Really. It's just 16 year old kids in the mall doing 16 year old kids at the mall things. Yeah. Oh, actually yes. I do. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah. I do, yes, I do. Yes, yes, I didn't know it was work. Canadian until like last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have a very distinct style. Apparently like the fucking, the, the lines are like mm-hmm. boldened. That's like their thing in Canada. What do you mean? Like the, the outlines of the characters. Yeah. It's like bolder than like our characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean by that? Like the outline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't it sort of like Futurama, or was that like a no? Movie? I mean, in terms of like the animation style, it was like because I thought it was like it was like what do you call like it? Like Total Drama Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I so said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but think they were used the same voice actors too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's get back to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we digress. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing good in Canada. Basically, is what we we're saying. Oh, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. No, I think there's like we have f- Justin yeah. Bieber and Justin Timberlake. And Justin Timberlake's Canadian. Ryan Gosling. Drake, Drake He's is Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, Drake. Drake is Canadian. Mm-hmm. What? Um, wait, 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 wait. Justin Timberlake is Canadian. I don't know. Is he? I think he is. No. I'm gonna look this up. I don't think. Someone he is. look this up. <laughs> wait, but why'd you say? Why did like he come to mind? She was like so like and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's American. Got you. Is he? Yeah, he's American. But he hosts so many Canadian shows. Yeah, he they, did. He yeah. looks like Canadian. Like I guess. what? Um, like our award shows. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's so you. You would think. I mean, was this like was this like years ago when when like he was just like still like coming from like um what was the boy band he was in? In sync was In sync like like from those days or like more like more like uh, more like recently. Recently, recently he like. You think hosted. that they get like Justin Bieber or like Drake, but I guess they're too famous they can't and busy. Them. Yeah, I don't think Drake not. would host an award show. Probably not. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's too busy uh, texting underage girls. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of funny. How's it? <laughs> yeah, pivoting. How's the music scene in in uh, Canada or in Toronto specifically? Yeah. Where you're from? Um, I think it's all right. I personally thought it was like sort of lacking. Definitely compared to New York, it's like very, very different. Right. Um, like the scene here is so vibrant. It's like. There's all kinds of people, all kinds of genres. And in Toronto, it's like that, but a lot smaller. So like we had this one jazz club, the Rex, and it was like the go-to place. Um, And it had really good jazz, but it was like Mm -hmm. the one place that you would go. Or like um, we had sort of like this like acoustic-y, folky scene. Um, But it's, it's sort of less like communal. I feel like it's small. So like everyone knows everyone, but at the same time, it's just not as much like fun 
you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So so would you say like there's less competition or, there, or there's just less places to perform at? There's less places to perform for sure. Um, so I, yeah, like one of the things I noticed, especially for like younger performers, was that there was like barely any venues that you could just like go to and like play open mics and stuff. And like even so, people don't usually like go to those places as opposed to I feel like here people like would go to like just see people and like enjoy the music and like absorb the culture because that's like why you come to New York. Mm -hmm. But in Toronto, everyone's sort of like doing their own thing and like only music people would go to like other like their friends shows and stuff okay that makes sense yeah you know yeah 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 Yeah. oh yeah that makes a lot of sense because i feel like we have like a similar there's like a similar dynamic up up at like my college where like there would be shows where like 90 percent of the people would just only be kind of like other music industry majors and stuff like that which was like really fun because it was basically one like united family i guess just like going to like support each other, but I guess that could get boring really fast. And like if it's so insular, and it's also just like no the same group grow. of people that you're playing to. Yeah, every exactly. Time, you know? so you're and not getting new listeners. Yeah, yeah that too. Which right. I guess is like the, the whole point. point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that is true. Yeah. So was your like move to New York City like super pre like meditated, or was it just like apply to as many schools as possible? and see what happens sort of thing um so i actually wanted to go to berkeley first Mm -hmm. and like all through high school i was like i'm gonna go to berkeley and that's like my dream school and then in the summer of my after my junior year i went to berkeley for like a summer program in valencia sucks in Valencia, Spain? Yeah, I went to Valencia, Spain for their summer wow, program. Yeah. It was, like, it was amazing. Like, I love Spain, and I want to, like, die there. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, the whole experience... We'll, we'll arrange a hitman next time we go to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh How's next God. week sound? <laughs> uh, I'm going to Philly next week, actually. Oh, nice, um, nice. Yeah. But I went there, and, like, the whole conservatory, like, the environment was, like, not what I was looking for. Everyone was so competitive, and I, like, wasn't good enough at jazz. Like, I'm really good at classical, so I have all the technique, but, like, I was just not good at improvising, and then everyone was just, like, really, really good that I couldn't stand out, and I... Let me tell you, if you want to get good at jazz, I know this great guy. He's called Adam Neely, amazing (laughs) bassist. Just like Do you know YouTuber. him? Know him, or you know of him? So I, so actually, the the uh, last guy that we like that we like interviewed, or like two episodes ago, he knows Adam. No, because they're like base buddies, and like he went to my like, so he graduated which, from my college. Which, uh, which Andrew. Guy? No way, really? Yeah, he knows uh, oh, Adam cool. Neely. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, hey, 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 uh, <laughs> Andrew. But like, yeah, and he also went to the same school as me. He's like, I think, ten years my senior or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, damn, he's so. old. Don't don't be so mean. Anyway, that's not mean. That's yeah. just a fact. I mean, <laughs> older. Thirty two isn't that old though. I feel like mm-hmm. things start like dropping off after like thirty seven. He's got like five years left. Yeah, he, he has like five years yeah. left. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, so why was? So, so, so in terms of jazz, just not, just not like being your forte, was it because mm-hmm. of, I guess it was, it was just like more of like the uh, atmosphere more than like the music itself? Yeah, like yeah. I took jazz lessons for like two years at the end of high school and like I, I can play it, I can read the music, mm-hmm. like I, I can like somewhat get it, but it's just like, be, like being with like the top of the top yeah. is like a different story, you know? Because yeah. I feel like, I mean, jazz music has become... Because, you know, jazz music was never supposed to be like so, elitist. like, elitist yeah. and so, like, um, so, like, edu- um, 
not like not like educational, so academic in the first place. It was just like mm-hmm. you know, cool, cool, cool music black people made, and of course, uh, you know, academia took a hold of it and kind of did what it did with it. But yeah, because I feel like there's like definitely so much elitism and so much yeah. BS within that world. Yeah, now it's but like, like that. Yeah. So yeah, like, and it was like so focused on performance too. So and that wasn't what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So I sort of pivoted and I was looking at other programs and I happened to come to like the NYU. Um, well, I came to New York when I was um, playing at Carnegie to just like tour around. Just like um, drop that casually. Yeah, I played Carnegie Hall. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can go into that later if you'd like. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I came here and I sort of looked around NYU and I was like kind of looking at the Steinhardt music technology program because that was really interesting and not a lot of schools have like a music technology focused program and um, I sort of brought that back and like NYU became my second choice and then later I found out from a friend who had applied to Clive um, and she got rejected but now she goes to Berkeley and she's great and so she told me about Clive and like it was literally the perfect program for me because it just encapsulated all the different things that I wanted to do like production, like artistry, um, songwriting, um, music technology, and like journalism. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I guess now will be a good time to kind of like go into introducing one of your songs to, you know, everybody that's, everybody yeah. that, you know, listening. So, what song of yours would you like to, yeah, I guess, show, show oh, everybody? Yeah. Um, so, I just dropped a new song uh, nice. last month, as you know, and it's called Maybe I Miss You, and it's going to be on my upcoming EP, Last Night Was the Last Night of My Past Life, which will be out in Deep. August. It's nice. a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I actually saw it um, on the sidewalk as like no graffiti. Way. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Is it, is it by that Seven Souls Deep? Like, no, it's seen, not Seven Souls Deep, but I do know who you're talking about. David hates him, hate him or her. Him. No, it's so good. No, it's not. But, yeah, you see him yeah, tagging everywhere. everywhere them tagging here. everywhere. Whoever like, that is, I want to have them no, on. I will we never have them on. Well, I would just go rogue and just. <laughs> if it's if, it, if we're gonna have this person on, it's gonna be like a good cop, bad cop type of thing. If they're if they're okay with it, they're, sure. They don't have to be okay with it. I don't it, know. Though. Why don't you? We could get into that later. But for now, um, let's listen to that single. Yeah, let's do it. Boop. Your voice echoes through the telephone. Saying I should come home I turn away so you won't hear me holding back these tears In the end we'll never know if it was just you and me I miss you more than I can show we were never meant to be Hey guys, welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC, sponsored by Hop Tea, the only tea that is guaranteed not to get you drunk, but will make you feel like it. We're going to get sued, Daniel. We're not, we're not going to get sued. It's a joke. It's it's a parody. Anyway, <laughs> we can get into this tea a bit later if we want to, but... Um, no, yeah. I don't need more people knowing about this thing. 
It's really I won't good. have any. You should more. reach out to them and ask them to sponsor you. I won't you have to be any, honest. I won't have any left. No, literally, just sponsored. reach out to them and then ask them to send you free stuff. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, and oh, that's, you have more and that's work for you. Us, yeah. With, wait, with what? I well, like YouTube. Yeah, I'm like, like an influencer. Like, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was looking through her thing, and she's got a she's got way more clout than we do, though, bro. So huh? She's got way more clout than we do. One hundred and five k views, seventy eight k views. Are you serious? Twelve k views. Yeah, no. one of my oh things God, just hit one hundred thousand. Yeah. Wait, was that like a performance? No, um, yeah, NYU like, move in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like during the pandemic. Okay, David, we need to milk her for all. Yeah. So okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna yeah. move into NYU. And do this whole thing too. That's that's the thing. David, yeah, NYU is the cloud. Yeah, NYU is the <laughs> that's cloud. how you literally just put tag NYU in every yeah. single one of my videos, and it really? like gets views. Yeah. Should we just do that? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like random. Yeah, we just found the hacks. We just we just found, we just found a way the uh, to uh, to uh, hack the uh, the uh, algorithm. But okay, first let's get back to I'm um, talking about your single. So I mean, what significance does like this single and the uh, actual um, album title have to you? Yeah, so I started writing the songs on this EP when I moved here. And like it's like a very recent project and it's like weird because my last project took like 2 years to write and produce and that was like when I was learning how to produce. So it's like not that good. Um but this is like a new chapter for me, I feel like. Um I'm like in a new city and I was actually seeing a guy before I moved here. Um he like still is in Toronto and he goes to school there. So like we sort of knew it like was going to end and we like just didn't want to do the long distance so we ended up breaking it off when i moved oh, like literally we broke up on like the day i left so it was like <laughs> <You're> like <"Yee?" laughs> got rid of that guy thank god bro oh my god do you think he's he's going to watch he's this he's not going to watch okay, this okay. <laughs> um he doesn't give a so shit that's true yeah um so like most of the songs are about him um uh. like especially this one uh and it's like basically about how we like still facetimed like every day when i was here for like months and it was like really really unhealthy because mm-hmm. we weren't getting back together like we were broken up and i was like trying to move on but at the same time i like wanted to keep a part of myself mm-hmm. like from back home and like him and so that's sort of what the song is about and wow. like you know sometimes long distance doesn't work out but like even if you love someone i feel like you can't really stop loving them you just have to sort of let them go. Yeah, damn, damn, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. So what about the specific? So what about the album title? Like, what significance? Could you does that could have? you say it again? Last night was the last night of my past life. How? Whatever graphic designer you're gonna hire to like to like put that like on a CD cover is gonna hate you. I feel like. That's a lot of words. <laughs> That's a lot of words. We yeah. actually have the cover ready. Oh, um, oh okay. okay. So, okay, nice, yeah, nice. it's it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, can't show you guys, but oh. um, it's like sort of on the theme of like my all my single covers. It's all mm-hmm. like sort of the same thread. And like it's sort of about like nostalgia and like just moving on to like this new chapter and like moving to New York. Because like, like last night, like the last chapter of my life, I was in Toronto and I was like, still young and I didn't know what the heck I was doing and now I am here um in a new life so yeah nice nice okay okay yeah Yeah, so I mean I can't I can't wait to you know see it like 
come to fruition. I just want to see how the words fit on the, <laughs> on the cover. Can, like, can you like show us the design, like kind of like off like screen? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Ah, uh, we got the, we got the. Yeah, it's David, like draft, take a take a picture of it so that so that we can mint it as we're like gonna, a. We're gonna an, copyright NFT. it. We're gonna copyright it and take all the proceeds. Yeah. So no, <laughs> actually, like oh, something I wanted, want, not, yeah, not something now. I wanted to talk to you about was sort of like. Um, the the group that you made in in NYU the women in music mm-hmm. like talk talk to us about that yeah so when I first got to NYU I was like sort of NYU looking at was clubs. super sexist they didn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I was looking at clubs to join and I was like oh I should join like a music related club and I was like like because I came from an all girls school oh really yeah so I went to an all girls school from grade seven to grade twelve and wow. I was always surrounded by this like very like women empowerment like environment they like ingrained it into us it's yeah. like i'm so sorry cult. i thought you were gonna say like super toxic just because i guess the stereotype of that like too girls. okay that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay but continue but yeah. i i like really liked being around these like women who were like all like really forward thinking and like creative and so i wanted to like sort of surround myself with the same kind of environment here um and i didn't see any like woman focused music clubs so i was like well i might as well start one and mm-hmm. like you know what's what's going to happen like um and i think it's a very much needed space in the university and that was very very clear to me as soon as i like put out the message of like oh i'm starting this club like if anyone's interested and we had like so many different people come and say like oh i've been looking for something like this and i really want to be a part of it and so our club is an all university club so it's open to all students um and all, all students like citywide you mean all students in nyu oh okay yeah, yeah. So all students in NYU, um, like across colleges, because some are like college specific clubs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but we really want to like connect everyone, even if they're not like a music major. I know a lot of people are like interested in doing music, mm-hmm. um, and like we focus on all aspects of music. So like music business, performance, songwriting, That's production. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, and like I just want to like be able to give people resources um, mm-hmm. to like really just do what they want. with music and like explore that passion um so this past semester we had um a panel we had a business um music panel where we got a bunch of like uh women in the business industry come in and talk to us and then we also had uh two production workshops one for logic one for ableton live and then we had um austin nothing for uh, pro tools (laughs) <laughs> no, we we do not teach Pro Tools. We don't we don't like Pro Tools in this house, boy. Um, we're we're trying to teach practical skills here. <laughs> oh my god, so much shade, yeah. Wow. Um, and then Sponsored we also, yeah, <laughs> we also did like an open mic, um, which we are hoping to do more of and like showcases and stuff in the future once everything gets back to in person. Um, so yeah, like the club is a really really great community, and I've like been watching it grow so i'm really excited for what's yeah, gonna happen so cool because i mean you're just pioneering so much like you're just like a uh, almost almost like a uh, college uh sophomore right mm-hmm. um and you're just like you're just starting off strong i mean obviously like you like you've had like a lot of background from like when you were younger and stuff like that but damn just like seeing 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 how much you're just like 
pioneering and just like trailblazing and stuff like that. And you also host a, a radio show. I do. Oh, yeah, I she do. does. That's yeah. like my passion. I actually just found out I'm going to be associate music director of WNYU oh. next nice. year. So look out for that. Um, my show is called Classy. Remember us? Just, just remember the, no, yeah. the little guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So my show is called Classy and Sassy, and I host it on WNYU 89.1 FM every Wednesday from 11:30 to 1 p.m. Or, let me do that again. <laughs> my show is called Classy and. S- Are you gonna edit this? No. I mean, we can. I no, mean, I. I don't, just let us speak. Let us speak. No, 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 no. Whenever somebody says, are you going to edit this? It makes me immediately not want to edit it because I feel like it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I'm, and, you just, didn't and make, I'm like, an asshole. No, no, That's no, no, what no, it comes no, down no, to. I, I agree. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a like, huge we mistake or like about blunder. It, the more we talk about it in the podcast, it's just funny to me. Yeah. And it makes <laughs> it harder to like edit out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so we're going to keep all of this. <laughs> okay. If, yeah. Continue. Well, my radio show is called Classy and Sassy, and it's on WNYU 89.1 FM, and I host it with my friend Jackson every Wednesday from 11.30 to 1 a.m. It's a pretty lonely time slot, but we play contemporary classical music from the 20th and 21st century, um, and mostly focusing on underrepresented artists Mm -hmm. and composers, so like women composers and like uh, composers of color. Yeah, so I, I, for one, um, back in like college, I had to go to these like certain. So we had like a music appreciation course, which I don't know why music I don't majors had to take a music all, appreciation actually. course. We already I appreciate music. music. <laughs> but anyway, music sucks. Um, so for me, I had to go to like these recitals that I really didn't want to go to. I fell asleep in some of them. And of. What he's saying this is, is like, he say, thinks what are some music classical suck? artists, some modern classical artists you think somebody like, because you know what I like basically. We were like talking about mm-hmm. this um, previously, but how I like bands like Polyphia, stuff like that. So, like, what, what like classical artists could you recommend to me as somebody with a tiny brain? <laughs> okay, well, there's one that I've been listening to recently. I actually got this from Jacob Collier, and it's oh, okay. like a jazz classical sort of so composer. Jacob Collier? <laughs> Not Jacob Collier, but he's a good one too. Yeah. Um, he, his name is Nick Bersh, B A R T S H. Yeah. Um, and he Sounds has, German. yeah, and he has these really cool like instrumental sort of like jazzy song things, type things yeah. arrangements. Okay. Yeah. Um, we actually played one of his songs on our shows. So. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I'd say that's like borderline classical. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Like recently, we've been playing a lot of. Um, well, it's like AAPI month. Okay, um, yeah. So we've been playing some Asian artists. And do you know Steve Reich's Electric Counterpoint? No. That sounds really cool. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, you should check yeah. that out, Ashley. That's a good one. Write that, um, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And w- I actually found a recording done by this Japanese um, Kato-ist. Like, Mm-hmm. The instrument, the yeah. Kato, I think it's called. Um, and it's like the string instrument. And he plays the electric counterpoint on mm-hmm. that instrument. Nice. And it's like this cool fusion of like Japanese music, but also like American contemporary music. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a funky instrument. <laughs> it you is. You play that. You play it. It's almost like a lap oh, steel, oh, but Japanese. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
So like, that's cool. I guess now would be a good time to talk about kind of like, um, because in the uh, intro, David was saying that, you know, you are also a music technologist. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've talked about this off, off camera, but what you, what you're planning on doing <laughs> is some galaxy brain, literally. Do you want to talk about just it? Like, like, honestly, like, yeah. Do you, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, just like, cause explain it like, like as if I'm like five years old. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm like working on it right now. So um, basically my project is called MySynth and it's a music technology startup. It's gonna revolutionize the way musicians and songwriters and producers make music. Um, so what it Big does- claims. <laughs> yes, it will. Um, and so what we do is we take the brain waves and we read that and um, decode it into um, like what the properties of a synth basically. And we use that to reconstruct it into like a natural synth that you can then tweak and like make sounds with and make music with. Um, and basically just like um, any other like wavetable synth that you can adjust. Um, so basically instead of having like a preset for your synth, you're using your brain to think of a sound and then it generates it using AI. But tell people how it, you know, how you install it. It goes in your head. Well, yes. Mainly, we're hoping to use Neuralink, which is um, one of the most, I think, interesting projects in development right now mm -hmm. for, like, BMIs, which are, like, brain something. <laughs> brain readers. machine. BMIs, yeah. Brain machine interfaces, I think it's called. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I'm college. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> and so um, with Neuralink, they've gotten a monkey to play video games like Pong, where it can like move the controls back and forth. And it, it's like, it's just so cool, I feel like. And it's the future. So I just had a funny thought. Like, what do you like? Imagine like, if monkeys were actually really smart, but I mean, they, they just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. but they like dumb themselves down for us, yeah, like just to keep us happy. Kind of the ape style, like, they could play, like, they could play, they could play COD, like right now. But, like, oh, Pong, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time you play COD, you might be playing against exactly. a monkey, yeah, so yeah, exactly, yeah. who knows, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're hoping to use Neuralink as um, the main like input for our system, even though it like does work with other brain scanners but it's mm -hmm. like i guess it's not as accurate um and yeah and then we'll use the ai side um probably something like google magenta they have a project called nsynth which is used to like combine different sounds to create a new synthesizer um to actually like generate the sound so in terms of because so so within this oh so within this um idea or like the plan for like the final plugin. Mm -hmm. um, would I essentially, so for example, because I guess it would be pretty simple brain power wise to like imagine just sort of like a simple saw wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like very direct, like there's only one way to imagine mm -hmm. it. So what you're saying is that what you're planning on doing is having a, this like synthesizer brain magic device <laughs> Not to like belittle you about this, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but um, so I could just like imagine kind of like a saw wave playing like a, a major skill, and that would translate into like MIDI 
into like a doll? So actually, someone's already done that. Someone's already done mid, uh, brainwave to MIDI. Did not know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. So buy someone, that, right that one's now. not. Because if you think about it conceptually, it's not as hard to do notes yeah. because notes are like like tangible mm-hmm. things, really. Yeah. Like because you can imagine certain pitches. So people have done a lot of research into um, at least like a substantial amount of research into brainwave to MIDI, and that's like possible now so that's sort of our first step that we're leaping off of Mm -hmm. what our product does instead is like it actually takes the sound so like you were saying like with the sawtooth wave it would just be the sawtooth wave that is generated and then you can then like map it to midi like serum or something and then you can play like your scale or whatever Mm. you want to play that is that's crazy because i'm thinking of just like a standard um I forgot the technical term for it, but kind of like you're like super simple, sort of like, um, crap, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but like a super simple pad, for yeah. say, like a super simple swelling pad, like a mm-hmm. super generic house, house style, you know, swelling pad. Like I could imagine something that's as like complex as that and have it translate. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's yeah. wow. That's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> It's Imagine like, being high. <laughs> yeah. You can think of some crazy stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah. I think the main problem, like the reason I came up with this whole product was because I've been running to this problem where it's like, I want to create this certain sound that I hear mm-hmm. in my head. Right. But I like, am pretty good with synths already. And I still like, can't exactly recreate what I want. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, especially if you don't even have that tech background yeah. or a production oh. background, it's like even harder. No, yeah, I, I got a question about that though. Like, let's say... Like, would you be able to play the same sound again? You know what I mean? Like, oh, would you have oh, to, like, kind of re- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like save you, it? Yeah, 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 you can yeah. save it for oh, okay, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we don't have to, like, think about it again. Yeah. No, like, you can save presets. It's, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, basically, we're just mapping it, like, once. I guess, like, how it would work would probably, you could have, like, a record function, like, a time that you're actually thinking of the sound, and then you uh-huh. stop recording it, and mm. we'll, like, analyze all of the different, like, parameters of the synth that you were thinking of, mm. and then you can play it. Wow, yeah, it's like for me, the future is now, it is because <laughs> for me, right now, I'm trying to incorporate more synths into my um, music. Mm-hmm. And like, um, one of my favorite examples is just like synth uses in general comes from this uh person called Owain, and he's like an instrumental guitarist, mm-hmm. but he's also very adept at like piano stuff like that. And like the synth tones he's able to pull and pull off and stuff like that. Obviously, if if I were just to study you know, about like, you know, synthesis and stuff like that in general, I could probably pull it off without 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 ease. But one, I'm lazy. Two, that's <laughs> a lot of reading and watching yeah. videos. But like, yeah, I'm I'm just like I'm just like looking forward to, you know, you kind of like building this. Obviously, maybe by the time it's it it's in it's in like, you know, final version, I would have already learned as much <laughs> as I yeah. could have about about, you know, synthesis, but regardless, like I can't wait to see Andrew Huang basically use your plugin is what I'm saying. <laughs> and he's Canadian by the way. That would be cool. Yeah, so that's so that's mm-hmm. so that's a very one good thing Canada has on on its side. True. Or like another good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I mean uh you said you you were going to talk about it before, but if you don't, I mean if if you want to kind of like so you were talking about how you like play like a Carnegie Hall, mm, oh yeah. but off camera you told us that that didn't go as planned. But because of that performance, because of that moment, it kind of like changed changed your whole musical direction. Mm-hmm. So so it is a big part of your story. So would you just mind explaining 
yeah, for the yeah, audience. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, so I started as a classical pianist, as you know, um, when I was four. And I studied at the Royal Conservatory of Music for many, many, many years. Um, and I'd always had this sort of like dream to become a classical pianist because that was really the thing that I thought I was really good at. And then when I got into high school, I sort of like started realizing that I wasn't like the top of the top. And it's like nowadays, it's so hard to make it in the classical music industry. Um, so I was like still doing competitions at the time and just like playing all these pieces that my teacher had given me. And when I was 14, I went to nationals. Um, it was the Canadian music competition um, and it was in Quebec. And then I was so prepared to like win that year because I was like, not a lot of people went and I was really excited. Um, and I just went on stage and I blanked out. Um, like literally two in minutes Carnegie into Hall. the no, this was in oh. Nationals. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. So I was, I, I was mistaken. So, so that Carnegie Hall is like a different performance. Yeah, that was okay. Like after. So sorry about that. Oh, do mistaken. you want me to talk about that? Well, so we like, can talk about that after you finish mm -hmm. giving your giving I mean, your anime like, backstory. The, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I basically blanked out, and then I just was like so traumatized by that performance that I was like, I am never gonna be able to perform again. And like after that, I would like always blank out every time I had a performance and it would just it was just really bad. And it got to the point where I was like, I just don't even wanna perform anymore. I don't wanna play anymore. Um, which is also when I started getting into like songwriting and production and I realized like creating my own music was like way more interesting than playing other like dead old white guys music. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how my production side sort of started. But um, before I sort of wanted to like stop playing piano really, I wanted to like play at Carnegie Hall because that was like my dream ever since I was little. And this opportunity came for this international competition where the gala was in Carnegie Hall. So I applied and then I played and I was like so prepared this time. Like I was like, I'm not gonna mess this up. This is like my one shot. And well, I won and it was like amazing just being in Carnegie Hall. Um, I remember like, I literally, okay, you were talking about anime, right? Like, yeah. you know, your Lion April, the yeah, scene course, where yeah, yeah. she is like playing Winter Howdy, Wind. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's um, Emmy. Emmy's playing okay, yeah, Winter okay, Wind yeah, yeah. and she's wearing that red dress and I was like, I have to get a red dress exactly like that. Yeah, because that anime came out around, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And so I, I, no I bought a about. red dress that looked exactly like Are hers and I, it was just it's, like. It's, it's like a video like on your YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, and wow. the song I was playing was Winter Wind. Are you serious? So I literally did like the ultimate cosplay at yeah. Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Yo, like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah, that yeah, there it is. Yeah, you just passed it. This one, right? Yeah. I actually have um a photo. No, 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 no. Oh, that's like, like wait, six very. Oh no, six. No, no, that's something different. So like the top one is Emmy and the bottom oh one's me. Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. That's wild. This this would make for like a really good meme. Like, have you like meme this? Like, oh, this is so. That's crazy. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and it's like the same piano too, yeah. which is like. Absolutely insane. Yeah. You planned everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was all thought out. Yeah. When anime becomes real life. 
life. Mm-hmm. That just cut out. When anime becomes real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so crazy. So like, I mean, so like that that like moment. Obviously, it was a blunder in the moment, but ended up changing your life. Yeah, yeah. Do you still think about it when way. you play? I do play, just not as much. Yeah. <laughs> I used to practice like six hours a day, and now I like haven't touched my piano in like three months which yeah. is not good <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm trying to like record my like my like my like own ep and i haven't really got it down to like practicing guitar in like a while which which like kind of sucks but mm-hmm. yeah i mean speaking of which uh like so like these days what do you what are you trying to like improve on like as a musician like 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 holistically mm-hmm. like your production side your actual technical side general knowledge side like what are you trying to get better at these days as a musician definitely songwriting i used to think i was like a decent songwriter and then i got here and my profs were like there are so many things you can work on like your lyrics suck they're so generic (laughs) and like they're not specific enough and so i've been working a lot on like lyric writing which i'm still really bad at um and just like production in general i definitely want to like make my stuff more like outstanding i think and sort of like develop a more unique sound that is mine just put a saturation plugin on every single track 90 percent of the way there Mm -hmm. i promise you i mean i was i was messing around the other day with one of my singles it's like the last song that i need to finish on this ep Mm -hmm. and i went in like this 100 gex direction where i just started putting like bit crusher and distortion and saturation on like everything and i was like what am i doing (laughs) like what am i doing maximalism (laughs) maximalism (laughs) yeah yeah wow but like why i guess why put time into like no never mind i'm blanking I'm blanking now. Wait, really? Well, yeah. Wait, what were you going to ask? I got a brain fart. Okay, then, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, so I guess as we uh, end this episode, is there anything specifically you want to talk about? Like, about yourself or just, like, anything, really? What do you want to plug? Oh, is this the part where I plug? Okay, yeah. cool. You plug in so everybody, my everything you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my EP, as I mentioned, last night was the last night of my past life comes out in August, but my next single, Maria, comes out on June 4th, um, and the pre-save link will be available soon. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can also check out my recent single, which we just listened to, Maybe I Miss You, on all streaming platforms under my name, which is just Shaneda in all caps. Mm -hmm. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, under ShanedaXOXO. Um, and my website is Shaneda.ca, and I also have a YouTube channel. And you also have like a little blog that you do about bubble tea. Ooh, yes, I yeah. do. I have a blog called Tea and Tunes, um, where I do music and bubble tea review blogs. Um, and so if you have any good artist recommendations or bubble tea recommendations, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I am looking for more stuff to write about. Um, and yeah, on my YouTube channel, I go by Shaneda as well. And I do a bunch of like vlogs, um, just like informative videos. Sometimes I do performances, production stuff, but yeah. definitely yeah. got to check you out. Yeah. I want some bubble tea now. Yeah. Okay. What's like, okay. Last question, I guess. Mm-hmm. What is, out of, like, all the bubble tea you've had in the city, what's, like, been the best bubble tea place? Easily Debutee. Where is that? Debutee is, like, um, on Thompson Street near Washington Square Park. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, like, <laughs> a block right away. Yeah. And they just have such good boba. Like, 217 it's, Thompson Street? Yes. Yeah. What's um, your favorite flavor of bubble tea? 
from them they have a lot of like herbal teas that oh, okay. i really like actually and there's one that's like a rose blossom Ooh. kind of it's like a tea it's like yeah. a oolong tea with like rose infused oh, and like, okay yeah, with yeah. Like so like you don't really um, like the milky stuff you prefer like i do like the milky stuff but it depends on the day oh, okay. um i like for them definitely like herbal teas better cheese um, tea. but oh yeah their cheese tea is also really good and oh. also their fruit boba it's fruit like boba? it's like the have you tried like lychee jelly it's kind of like I've had it once or twice. Yeah, yeah I, I it's mean, sort of like chewier and it's yeah. like mm. clear. Hmm. Um, they make really good fruit boba. Um, yeah. But you were asking about milk milk teas. Yeah. Um, I think Biao Sugar um, oh, okay. near Herald Square. They have mm. like the ones in the little eggs. Oh, I think I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, I mean, thank you for coming on again. You, Jesus, like imagine <laughs> where you, where you're gonna be in five years. I mean, yeah, it's kind of nuts. Like, Damn, like a broke artist, yeah, probably. No, obviously not. With like, <laughs> no, with you'll like, be like above the poverty line. I would say. <laughs> no, Definitely. I mean, all the best of luck to you because you're Thank just like, you. like I said before, you're just like trailblazing. Yeah, it's nuts. Just, it's, it's nuts what you're doing. Like, what were we doing when we were 18? Jesus, David. I don't want to remember. Yeah, you don't want to think about that, do you? <laughs> I was like not. telling her. I'd rather how, not. I was telling her. You don't have to uh, just end it there. <laughs> All right, so guys, thank you for watching this episode of Sounds Like NYC. I've been Daniel Shadrach Reed III. And I've been David. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and I'm Shaneda. Bye. Have a wonderful time.